Welcome back to System Administrivia, the podcast where some kind, sometimes even we experience technical difficulties. This is Brent. I've got a pouch. And I'm a butterfly. Now, Jathan, you <laughs> you don't have a pouch. How do you I know? Mean, in so much Are as, you a marsupial? I guess you got I a prison be. pouch. I think I could be a... I think I might be. Are you, are you literally a marsupial? I think I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, but no. Okay, so during the pre-show, pre-show out of nowhere, Jathan... Just by the way, if I sound a little bit different, it's because I had dental surgery last week and I'm still I sell the stitches in. So you poor guy. Yeah, it sucked. My but goodness. that's that's why I might sound weird. But so during the pre-show, Jathan said he wishes he had a pouch like a kangaroo, and you never told us why, Jathan. What would you keep in your pouch? In your oh, in his pouch? Joey. <laughs> you know, Joey. I could see it coming in a lot of handy when I go fishing. Keep uh-huh. my little pliers in there, so when the fishies follow the hook too far, you just reach in your little pouch, you pull them out. That's Even you had to carry a bag. For. Also, like quick trips yeah, that's, to the that's store what a when you're just going for. to buy like a few things. That's still what a pocket is for. Again, no pocket. No, you can't just put. No, you can also have a big. satchel. Jason, do you, you want to bet me? Satchel? Do you okay. want to bet me a grand that I can go into a grocery store, purchase something? Because I'm, I'm sure there's some things you could buy. And put it in yes, my pocket. Yes, he does. There's okay. some things. Yes, he does. Okay. But, but there are some things you could not that I could fit in my pouch. Like what? Like a very medium-sized item. Like a very large a very onion wouldn't fit in your me- pocket, but it would fit in my pouch. I definitely what? have pants where a medium-sized onion would fit in my pocket. I mean, you don't I'm even know guy, what very medium so I have is. Cargo pants that I wear. So I'm I mean, pretty sure a there's a, a finite limit on the size of onions, Jathan. Yes. Okay. Fine. A yes, very large onion. And bananas? Do bananas really fit in your pocket well? A whole yes. bunch of yes. a bunch of bananas, like yes. eight uh, bananas. Uh, bananas. Yes, split them in uh, half. Uh, Four in no, your pocket. You can't split them. What you, it, all right, these are bad some... for the bananas. Bad no. for you. No, it's better for the bananas. Actually, they spoil in a, a longer amount of time. It takes longer for them to spoil if you split them up. That's not true. Oh, it absolutely is do true. Do science. You claim to be a scientist. Go ahead. Please don't just say science. do science. I will. Yes, okay. Do science. Anyway, here's the other things yes, I'd keep in my pouch. Bitch. Okay. I think that on a bad day, I could probably keep like one of my little stuffed animals in there, and then it could just poke out once in a while, and it'd be like, "Oh, hey, little guy," and I'd make my whole day better. Jathan, are you are you a DDLG? I don't actually <laughs> know what that is. Yeah, that's, a, that's. I'm concerned. That's what, I, like, dearest daddy, little girl, I think. Oh, a little. Are you yeah. a little? Are you a little? Are, are you a little? I had a, my no. ex-wife was a little, and she was nuts. So, <laughs> I think. Um, are you? A what little if I'm your ex-wife though? Did your ex-wife have a pouch? No, you're you're definitely in my. You're well, technically, my son, she my did, Jathan, but I don't she think she she carried children in that pouch. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's called the like amniotic a, sac. It's not no, a pouch. No, 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 no. No, it's called a uterus, Jathan. Uterus. He's referring to the uterus. Uterus. The sack That's not a pouch. is what is inside. It absolutely is. It's an in- inverted pouch. I don't think so. Well, how do you define pouch? Warm and fuzzy. I don't think those are either. All right, number one, it's still warm. Number two, I don't think either of those are a necessity to the de- definition of a pouch. Not warm if you're dead. Did oh what, did he God. just say? <laughs> did did he really? Jason, no, you like a freaking. I think you so. Much. I think, I think a kangaroo's pouch is probably really very soft and comforting. You hey, would uh, not even you, fit are in you guys it. Able to get on IRC? No, there's a there's a huge Netflix. Free Node is dead. Oh 
We're all using dead. Dalnet now. It's not Long live the net. dead. It's Freenode. just in a coma. Citizen Minutes trivia is now on Dalnet. <laughs> We're not oh, on Dalnet. No. No. no, 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 no. We're not doing that. If anything, I would move us to XMPP, but... Ah, we should do that. That sounds hot. It's in my future plans. I just don't know when I'm going to get to it, but... Dude, it would take you 18 seconds. I don't How know many about seconds I'm do? good, but I'm not that good, Jathan. It wouldn't be All right, 18 seconds. Give me seconds, root and I'll but... do it. No, I think it would about. I think it would be a lot more than 18 seconds. A little bit more. It'd be about maybe two uh, or three hours. So anyway, so, all right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't determine matter. Moving along. Free out is down, and Jathan has no idea what a marsupial pouch actually does or how it works. Hey, could we just take a second to talk about things no. that are bad for the environment? Can we? No, because you you go on this Fucking bullshit and no, you no. don't understand. This isn't going to be about straws. No, we are going to. No, 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 no. What we are going to. No, 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 Jathan. What we are going to talk about is how you can't read documentation. Yes. Okay, guys. Why are we talking about that? Because it was such a terrible fail, and you got me so mad. That I so need to fail. exact revenge for this, okay? It was the worst, <laughs> dude. That so, was the no, worst no, no, no. fail no, no. of your okay. life. So, Peyton has not yet clicked the link to the documentation. So, Jathan, well, why would he need to? He's not the one turning up salt. So, right, Jathan right. is that turning also up means salt. That he has no room to actually comment. Actually, well, I read it. He was, was there. Sure. He and, he and saw you... the meltdown. Yes. And yes. how dumb you. Let's. Let me just get this out, okay? So, Jathan is turning the up R salt. Word he has to dispel it from his pouch. Around. His He's, pouch of worries Jathan and sadness. is turning up salt. He asks me, hey, you know, how do I how do, I do this thing? You know, I, I want to do this specific thing. I'm like, okay, you can do that by combining this, link to him to the documentation, and this, com- link, link him to the documentation. And then he said, me no read No, 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 no. Just calm down. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's good. So I, I go and I, I do some work. And then maybe like, I don't know, like 40 minutes later, he's like, this is bullshit. It doesn't work. And I'm like, did you read the documentation? Jason says, yes. He read that, read the documentation. I'm like, okay, maybe this time, maybe this time he learned his lesson. Maybe he read the documentation. So I'm I'm gonna take that on faith, and I'm gonna continue and and debug this as under that presumption, right? So I walk through it with him. I'm like, okay, let's see what you're doing. Let tell me what you want to do, what you're trying to do. And he tells me, I'm like, are you sure you're with the documentation? Because there's an example of this thing here exactly, and this thing here exactly. F- cut to like five minutes later through arguing i'm yelling in irc i'm typing with my caps lock on because i'm enraged because he he keeps telling me <laughs> that he, he can't was, do was, the thing and that the documentation doesn't tell him what he wants to do so i'm like all right, all right here and i paste him exactly what he needs to enter to make it work well it wasn't exactly it it, it, it was. was it was it Jay-Thon. was and every time exactly. and he says yeah but that's not in the documentation and I'm going, really? So I link him to the exact two same sections of the, not even pages, sections in the documentation that tell him exactly what to do in the examples. And he says, no, doesn't, doesn't tell me what to do. So right now I'm, I'm losing my mind. I am a pure streak of white hot rage. White hot rage. White hot rage. And I don't know. I don't know anymore. Jathan has broken me at this point because I don't know how to help him any further. And I start copying and pasting sentences directly from the documentation that say how to do this thing. And Jason says, no, it it says it's it's not this. 
And then all of a sudden, about like two minutes later, after my absolute meltdown, meltdown. and I'm ready to just not talk to him for the rest of the day, he says, oh, now, if you've ever dealt with Jathan on a personal level, you will know what O means. O means I dumbed. That is what O means. Yeah. And sure that's, enough. That's true. Yep. Sure enough. So, Jathan, did you did you figure out how to do it yet? No, I gave up. <laughs> Literally switched well, my strategy. That sucks for you. After all that. After oh, all that. that makes me so mad. All right. You know what? What are what, what is everyone drinking? We're falling a little I'm bit. I'm drinking behind. Diet Dr. Pepper because I'm fucking tired and I have water as well. I thought too. Jathan always goes first. You know what? I said fuck that this time because he's a bitch. Okay. So Diet Diet Dr. Pepper. And water. And, and water. water. Together? Ice cold water. No, I have separate things. Oh, I was say, it sounds disgusting. Separate things. Separate thing. Well, it's it's all liquid. It's all going to go the same place. I mean, yeah, but it passes through the taste buds first. Jathan, what are you drinking? If you inject it hard enough, it doesn't hit the taste buds. It just goes straight down the gullet. You I don't know, think you I should be injecting anything. Not sure what I wanted to drink while I was driving home, so I stopped at the liquor store, decided to pick up an old standby. Stand, stand Miller Lite? <laughs> no. Really? Bullet. Oh. Bullet bourbon. Bullet. Oh. Bullet. Not bullet That's... 10, like your fucking took you eight years to drink, but... It was, dude, it was a huge <laughs> thing. All right, calm down. How How huge was it? Was it like huge, huge? Or like, how do you want me to to accurately decide? I don't have the bottle anymore. I can't tell you, you the exact would volume. Would you put it up Jaython's butt? I don't think that's accurate either, because I mean, there's. <laughs> I don't think he would. What you're feeling right doesn't now, really, you would, that doesn't right? really give us any meaningful information. Also, I don't I think mean, I would do that in it general. Does sort of, but I digress. Okay, so Jaython, you you said you're drinking Bullet, right? Uh huh. Okay, great. I didn't know you liked whiskey. I thought you were not a whiskey person. Are you kidding me? He's no. a basic white What girl. do you mean? I literally whiskey. drink whiskey on like one out of every two shows. I don't know about that, but... I, I think it's every five. Yeah, I'd say every five. One out of every five. Every feels, five. Feels and right. like all the talk of, that me and the tech Stewart, Stewart had about scotch? Yeah, I don't know. But he's also a lightweight. Also, shout out to number one fan, A. Mayer. What's yeah. up, dude? Jathan, are you going to shout out to your number one fan? No, he you know who I'm going to shout out to? Beaches and Katie Bug, because I like them. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, I just lost the game. Thank you. Oh, see, this is why we can't talk about or to <laughs> Beaches. Okay, fair enough. I am drinking a Hogarten. Okay, all right. Those are good. Yeah. You like those? Well, you have those sort of. I'm not, I'm usually not even a beer no? person, but I can't do liquor right now with my mouth. And I think the liquor would help your mouth. Swirl, now, uh, now, can I ask you? No. Can I ask you what exactly happened that you needed to have mouth surgery? Mm. I punched him because he's such a douchebag. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like emergency or anything. I had it scheduled. Okay. So when I got my wisdom that teeth doesn't... out, yeah, when I got my wisdom teeth out years uh-huh. ago, you know, it was a, a wee Brent. <laughs> How old were you? Free Jathan. Man, I don't was know. It's not, not important. By stress. It's not. It doesn't matter. I was young. Okay. All right. You were young. So, young guy. Young buck. Yeah. So when my gums healed, did you get Vicodin? I. I don't fucking remember. Like, dude, I was young. Why are you asking me this stupid shit? So when my my gums heal, Mm -hmm. the scar tissue started like building up and my gums eventually Mm. grew over the back of my molars, which is not really good when you try and like floss and like, you know, yeah, that's, that's bad. So what they had to do is they had to go in and cut a chunk of my gum out. They had to go in at like an, like an angle and cut, you know, down to closer to where the root of the tooth was, the root of the molar or whatever. 
it is actually I think I have the paperwork right here. It's uh whoops, whoops. It's called a for those interested. Nobody's interested. Di- <laughs> I'm interested. Shut up. Maybe maybe we have someone who is, Jathan. A distal wedge is what it's called. I've heard of that. Yeah, so that's what I had done uh, on two of my one on each side on my lower jaw and that sucked but uh, you know at least it doesn't hurt anymore just gotta be careful with it so well. yeah so yeah anyways what i'm trying to say is i normally don't like wheat beers but i decided you know why that why the heck why the heck not and i'll just i'll just have the soho garden because it was there so whoo well that's that's good i mean it's good that you got that taken care of you know yeah that's, that's yeah it really is uh super important that i you, mean i had uh, to take care to of do your it. mouth and I had to do it eventually. Yeah, right. Exactly. I know Jathan likes it when people take care of his mouth, but oh, moving on. Oh, hey So, tonight, yes. it's going to be kind of, aside from the normal segments, you know, like the, the segments mm-hmm. are still going to be there. You're, you're still going to have your tip. Jathan's still going to have his 15 clams. But our discussion is going to be a little bit more one of the freeform ones. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about... Now, my 15 clams is not freeform. No, it. I mean... That's not what I said. I said the segments are still going to be as they normally are. I know. But the discussion, right, okay. Anyways, so tonight we're kind of focusing on what exactly we do in our our roles, you know, in our specific roles Mm -hmm. at the companies we're at, you know, what our duties are and things like that, and what sort of led us to that, you know, what our particular branches of focus are. Because while we're all, you know, engineers or admins or what have you, uh, while we're all operations, we all have different specialties, I guess we can call them. Mm-hmm. So that is what we'll be talking about. <laughs> so I have right a question. After, yes. If you work somewhere in, you know, quote unquote operations, but you don't have a dedicated security team. Why is team, that quote unquote? That's an established team name. I know, That's I know. Department name, I should say. Why is that quote unquote? Well, no, because of what I'm saying next. So if you work somewhere and you, you know, you take care of basically everything, like your red team and technically like blue team, like you're mostly Um, blue team, but like you're also responsible for your own offensive security if there is any. Red team isn't really operations unless you've Right, that's what I'm saying. So can you still call yourself operations if you don't have a dedicated security team on the other side? Uh, well, then you're getting into, like, purple team, and if you don't have a dedicated security team, and it all kind of falls on you, as is the case with smaller places... Right. Yeah, I mean, you're still operations, because you're still doing operations role, but you're also the security team. You know, you you also fulfill the... It's more like HR and payroll, right? If you've got one department that handles both tasks, you refer yeah. to them respective of the role that they're fulfilling in the context. You don't say HR slash payroll. Or you don't say just HR all the time or just payroll all the time. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. So with that being said, Peyton. Yes. Would you like to give us your tip? You know, I got something kind of hefty here. Uh-huh. You need, we need to get you a thesaurus. A, a thesaurus? A, th- a, th- a thesaurus? A, a thesaurus is thesaurus? what I will say. Really? A thesaurus, <laughs> a, a, huh? a calculator? Really? All of this a from an English major. <laughs> Dude, all right. I've had mouth surgery, and I already have a, a speech impediment. Okay, so we are going to be talking about net hogs. Now, we did briefly mention net hogs. What episode was that again? S two E sixteen. S two E sixteen. Thank you, Brent. So basically, it's a small, like a net top tool. Instead of breaking traffic down per protocol or per subnet, like most do, it actually groups bandwidth by process. So it doesn't rely on a special kernel module to be loaded, but if there's suddenly a lot of network traffic, you can fire up NetHogs and immediately see which pit is causing it. 
So you go ahead and just install it in there. It re does require root to run. Also sudo nethog, hogs, sorry. Mm -hmm. If you want to delay it, you can do a dash D5. If you want to monitor a specific interface, that's you can do nethogs eth0 or WSP3, or w, whatever your whatever your network device is called. Mm -hmm. I would suggest knowing it before you try to run this. Uh, if you want to monitor two different devices, you can do nethogs eth0 and eth1. The D stands for, the dash D stands for delay for refresh rate. There is the, obviously the dash H, which is help. You can put it into promiscuous mode with dash P. There's a trace with dash T and obviously dash V does version. The dash V doesn't do version. It does. Capital V. Okay. Well, lowercase V is also an option. Uh, what is lowercase it's V? Probably verbose. No, guess. it's not. It's, it's not. It, uh, it's to specify the view it's of the not? output, which is weird, but it is. Oh, okay. All right. That's lame. That's yeah. breaking. You can Does change that break POSIX? The... I feel like that breaks POSIX. I don't think it breaks it POSIX. I don't think POSIX has a rule about the V flag. It might. It might. It I has know. one for dash H. So if you hit M, you can change the units displayed for the bandwidth display. R sorts by magnitude of respective traffic. S by sorts by magnitude of sent traffic. And Q uh, quits. And that has been my my very hefty, kind of musty tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So Very Great. Also, free notes back up, by the way. Yeah, we, we noticed. Now, what would you guys... Who would, who would like to start with us? Who would, who would like to go into Let's this? Let's start with Jathan. Well, thanks for volunteering him. Jathan, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't have any feelings, and if I do, they're really, really <laughs> depressing, so... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but... <laughs> May as well just do it. Okay, go ahead. Lead us do into it, this. Do it, do it, do it, well, do it. are you going to introduce the topic first? I did. Yeah. I did it during oh, the did intro. You say, you, you did you say something? Yes. So what I am I supposed something. to talk about? See, I don't have a good example of what you this segment You weren't even paying is. attention? Oh, my God. I never listen to you anymore. Oh, my. Yeah, oh I my noticed. God. I noticed, Jathan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, yeah, as Brent mentioned, we all technically, I think, and Are most, we paying him for this? Most categorically no. correct. I don't even know if categorically is a word, but I think it, it is. is. Most categorically correctly, I think we both, or all three of us, we could say we work in operations. I mean, not even, not even, uh, that's definitively what we do, yes. Yes. Well, it, it's the most categorically correct. Yes. Thank you, Jason. So, anyway, but we all do really different shit. Like, I could not step into Brent's role and do mm. what he does, you know, straight out of the gate. He could not step into my role and do exactly what I do out of the gate. I kill myself after a week. <laughs> Peyton can't even that's step what, into his own role and do what he does. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and Diana fired a bitch. <laughs> got me. Oh, okay. wow. Jathan, why don't you start off by dick. telling us what your current roles and, and tasks and so, day to day look like? So, my title, my non buzzwordy real title is HPC Systems Administrator. Yeah. HPC, we've talked about before, is high performance computing. Do you remember the episode off the top of your head? Mm, S. Zero. Oh e. no! I don't think it was. Yeah. No, no, no. Not when you were talking about like what you do. When we're talking about like high performance computing. Yeah, right? I think this is right. That's not what I have. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> Idiot savant out. I have S three savant. I have S three e two is what HPC comes up with. But oh okay. no 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 no. We talked about into an enterprise environment for HPC and S two e one. I think during the bleeding edge discussion. Is what S3E2 says in the notes. Yes, so. well, 
Unfortunately, where I work, we're not allowed to use Gentoo, so <laughs> real fucking bummer on my day. Oh, you asked about real it? Bum bum. Oh, yeah, I would do it. I would honestly do it. I think it'd would be you... fucking fun as fuck. I think as long as you have a binary repository, so you don't have to, you know, offload all the building onto the cluster members, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Stellar. Portage Portage would be pretty good for that, too. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so what does that mean? So my primary role is maintaining a compute cluster and the associated storage that houses scientific data. Mm -hmm. Wait, so why would you kill yourself if you worked where I worked? I hate doing storage stuff. I hate it. I hate Mm. racking. I hate just working with storage. I hate the amount of contact that I would have to have with the users like you two. (laughs) Well, yeah, that can be frustrating, but it's also sometimes refreshing. I want to make that clear. I don't hate users. I just hate interacting with people. It's okay. We all hate users. It's fine. No, I don't hate them. Well, we wouldn't have jobs without users, so. Yeah. But but anyway, so my role. I mean, we, we would. It's just that we wouldn't have to worry about the users messing things up. Well, but the whole point of maintaining anything is for the end user. <laughs> not really. What no, do you mean, I, not really. <laughs> if there are no humans using the system, does it actually exist, Peyton? If a tree falls uh, in the forest, I mean, you does know. it make a sound? All right, this is yes, my turn. Fuck you. But guys. anyway, carry on. It's carry my on, turn. Jason, carry on. So, so Pitch. as Brent kind of alluded to before I got there, I primarily I spend most of my time. The compute cluster, once you kind of get it up and running and you iron things out and you educate people, it kind of does its own thing. Mm. If you have good Mm -hmm. scheduling software, you don't really have to intervene. So you get people who submit tickets like, oh, my job's not running. And you get people who occasionally like crash a node because they hang some thread in such a way that like the kernel panics or something like that. These things happen. But what's really nice about that is also if anything ever goes wrong, you kind of don't really have to fix it if you don't want to because it's very uniform. So you just rebuild it. I can tell you from experience, if you build it, they will come. Most companies like Google and Facebook and Apple and all these huge companies, right? And Amazon, especially, Mm -hmm. they don't spend a whole lot of time diagnosing and fixing problems other than on a very large scale. But if a single piece of hardware is failing, they just rip it out and they reinstall the OS and they put it back and they call it good because that tends to do that for bad hardware. Yeah, it depends if obviously if it if it's bad hardware, you can't do that. But if it's a software issue, uh-huh. you don't take the time to try to figure out why it's not behaving like the rest and blah, blah, blah. But they also have they have such a, a catalyzed fleet, you know, rather than pets. I know that you yes, think I, I made that up, but no, I didn't. No, I was literally going to allude to your shitty But yeah, it's so analogy. uniform that they usually, if they're experiencing a problem in one box, they're experiencing it on all or many of them. Because, I mean, even their hardware is uniform. So. Yes, their hardware, custom built, all that bullshit. Anyway... <laughs> So after the compute cluster, though, storage is actually where I spend a majority of my time. And Mm -hmm. I did start out hating it. I was scared of it. I was afraid to lose data, blah, blah, blah. And I still occasionally feel that way. But I've actually come to really love working with storage. And -hmm. specifically, I've mentioned this a few times on the show in various different contexts and everything else. But when you work in academia, there is not necessarily always an abundance of money. Mm-hmm. which is I mean, true other true. places too yeah, but but especially in academia and all the time and whereas you know depending what corporation you work at you might have money and nobody cares how you spend it but i don't think that's ever in the it department <laughs> i don't know i don't know about that but but anyway who cares shut up this is my <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. so point out a valid point and he gets mad about it what no, i no, it's not a valid point you're invalid all of you 
Okay. So oh my god, alright. What I salty. especially have come to love about storage is specifically some of the sort of homegrown solutions for backing up and auditing storage that I've developed in-house because of our budget constraints, right? Like, uh-huh. if you want a new storage appliance and you work at Google or whatever, you know, you might contract with Dell or EMC and get an Isilon or something like that. But if you can't afford, you know, the amount of money that something like that costs, you have to do it yourself. So, you know, I talk a lot about ZFS, and that's because ZFS has provided an affordable and still maintainable path forward for me specifically in my current role. And that has really, I mean, I've gotten to work on some really cool software projects because of that, which as like a sysadmin, you don't necessarily always get to do. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, I have just learned so much more about actually like designing and building systems because we're not buying from some huge vendor. We're primarily building our own storage. We buy a bunch of chassis and we put drives in and we configure everything beyond that. And because of that, I've had experience with Illumos, and I've had, which, by the way, fuck Illumos, don't do that. (laughs) I've had experience with ZFS on Linux, which I also don't recommend at this point. I've Uh had experience with things like FreeNAS and FreeBSD, and... Why don't you tell us how you feel about the FreeNAS API? No. (laughs) Please, please, please tell us how you feel about it. Please. Please, I'm begging. I would say a majority of my role right now is focused on storage. But Mm -hmm. on top of that, the other thing that I do primarily is work on configuration management and deployments. So I maintain most Mm -hmm. of our VM infrastructure. We've used Puppet, as Brent sort of talked about. We're moving towards SaltStack, and the whole reason for that is because of future iterations of our environment are probably going to rely more heavily on cloud resources. And Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like the way Puppet is headed with cloud integration, Whereas SaltStack seems to be a little bit more cloud native and friendly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so, it's even got the APIs for the providers. Right, yeah. exactly. So I would say I'm like a very general sysadmin at the end of the day. I kind of have to do everything regardless of what it is. It comes up eventually. Like if a researcher of mine asks me like, hey, I need this software or this program or this type of machine for this purpose. I pretty much, it is my job to make it happen for them within reason. So I don't ever have a whole lot of choice in what I'm doing. But because of that, I've had a lot of exposure. I would say I'm like right now in my career, like obviously I'm fairly young. I would say I'm like a bit of a jack of all trades and master of none. If I had one thing that I'd say I was like the best at, it would be ZFS based storage is like my, like if somebody hired me to do that full time, Mm -hmm. one, I would honestly love that opportunity because I think that's something I would really enjoy. But two, I think it's the one thing that I would call myself a real expert in. That being said, I think if you stick me in just about any Red Hat or CentOS shop, I would do just fine, at least administering, you know, normal everyday stuff. At this point, you know, on Red Hat or CentOS, I've done KVM with HA, I've done all types of different clustered and distributed storage. Obviously, I run my whole compute cluster using CentOS at this point, so I've had a lot of experience all around there. I would just say I don't spend as much time just administering that solely to say I'm like, you know, some kind of red hat god. That being said, mm-hmm. uh, I almost have my RHCSA, and then I am planning to get my RHCE. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because I think that will make me a little bit more marketable on top of my storage background at this point. Sure. So do you have any questions that would perhaps help fill out my self-chat? Like, what did I miss? Well, I mean, you covered 
it's kind of like a two point discussion for each of us, right? So you covered what you're mm-hmm. doing now and what you like about it. You know what what your specific role is and what yeah. your your focus is. You didn't really go into much about how you ended up. Actually, no, that's a stupid one because we talked about that in multiple episodes before. What... Complete accident. <laughs> there you go. If you had to change specialty, uh huh, what do you think you would pick? Hmm, that's hard. I think that if I were to change specialty, I would most likely want to do monitoring and infrastructure for a company. So, like, I would manage the data center and monitoring and set the kind of baseline standards for what a deployment must contain and what kind of requirements we have. Yeah, I'm very interested because I think that I think you have a lot of potential there to like monitoring is huge, right? If you can do monitoring Mm -hmm. well, especially you talked about it. No, exactly. Monitoring (laughs) sucks dick. Yeah. And it's fucking 2019. Like what the fuck? And and I'm, it's like ticketing systems, right? Like ticketing systems are all fucking trash. But then you, you look into like, well, what would it take for me to make my own? And it is very daunting. It's the same thing with monitoring, right? Like I have dreamt readily, openly, daily, often, all the time. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm pooping, I'm thinking about it. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! I I think about I think about writing my own monitoring a lot, and I really want. I know you're gonna fucking give me shit for saying this. Yes, Mm. we will. What do you? What am I gonna say? I don't know. Go ahead and say. You really want to write your own? Well, uh, yes, but what am I gonna say (laughs) specifically? Well, I don't know. Peyton interjected before you. I because right. So like, it's 2019. Uh-huh. It's very seldom that we're restricted by bandwidth and hardware like storage limits at this point on like an OS disk. Mm, maybe in your deployment. Yes, yes, very different than what you do, sure. Yeah. But I would like to make a Go-based monitoring solution that is single binary. You push it to your client, you make a simple configuration, you run it, and it just fucking works. What, a single binary for the client and server? I kinda... No, the server could be separate. But I mean, okay. I don't want to have to spend time installing it and all these different fucking add-on modules and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I just want it to fucking work. And I'm still heavily considering, what the hell was the name of the software that Nasbig told me about? That's like very sort of simple monitoring that basically you write like one-liners that accomplish like what you want in terms of checking a service and return an exit code. Oh, I have no idea. We'll have to go back. I know we talked about it somewhere, but... Was it in the same one I linked in Mumble? No, I don't think so. Where we mentioned NetHogs? No, no, no. Okay. But in any case, I really want something that simple, right? Like, not everybody has to monitor all the shit. For me, mm-hmm. and of course, you have external services like Pingdom and blah, blah, blah. But for some organizations in certain places and with certain budgets, that's still cost prohibitive. And yes, there is free levels of Pingdom and all these things, but they're not customizable to the level that you might need. And I just mm-hmm. really think there is a gap there that somebody could fill. And I don't, maybe mm-hmm. I'm short sighted or some kind of idiot. Probably so, a little bit of both. So, I mean, the problem is not everything can be measured by a return status. Sometimes hmm. you would need to... And, of course, it depends entirely on your environment, too. Like, for yeah. you, for you and what you do, which you're going to talk about a little bit, yep. I would imagine, like, knowing about latency and dropped packets and shit is probably important at some level. Surprisingly, it's more about throughput and bandwidth speed and interface speed more than no. anything mm. for me. Well, but yeah, I mean, you're on the you're on the right track with that. Yes, yeah. but in any case, for me, neither of those things matter, right? Like, if a machine is up but it's slow, I don't actually really care because nothing I run is that mission critical that 
you know, taking 10 seconds to get there instead of five seconds is going to right. matter. Right. Nobody's like gonna somebody might that. get upset or bitch or whine for a second, but if it's accessible, it's still probably okay. Mm. So, you know, I do think that's something I would love to take on potentially with, you know, a small team of actual competent programmers behind me. But do I see that actually happening? Probably not. But if I do, I'll let you know. Fair. Great. Fair enough. You guys can be my alpha testers. I No, thank you. I would like to be your Charlie tester. Charlie? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've never heard of a release stage named Charlie. It's fine. It's all right. You'll understand when you get older. It's fine. I don't... <laughs> what is this, the Viet Cong? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Payton, why don't, why don't you go next? Oh, I get to go next? All right, sweet. Yep. All right. So, well, let's... Are you going to ask me the questions, or do I have to... Do you remember them? No, I guess not. What we do and what we like about it, and what we're going to... How well, yeah, like what what your specific tasks are, your day to day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, as part of that, what you like about it, and then if mm-hmm. you could change your role gotcha. or your tasks gotcha. or your focus, right. what would you change to? Yeah. So my day to day, I, I mean, I obviously I can't tell you a whole heck of a lot about what my day to day is, but I mean, realistically, I'm responsible for maintaining a very critical infrastructure for the Northeast, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, without what I do, people don't eat, people don't have power, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm like directly responsible for, but, but I keep stuff stable. I keep stuff up and running. I keep it, I keep yeah, it how, uh, in how good do you shape. Do this? What, what do you do? Well, part of my role is, so basically our job, the job that I do is, Performing tasks for people who need stuff run or done. You know, we, I'm sorry. I, I want to, I want to say what I do, but I, I'm also like under like an NDA sort of, so I need to be careful how I word it. Basically. So we have like things like plat ops and DevOps and other teams that have tasks they need to run, but they can't do those tasks because they don't have root and we have root on servers essentially. And so we're allowed to run these things and do these things. And so they come to us and they say, hey, we need X done. And we say, okay, we'll do X. And then when they say, oh, we need Y done. And we say, well, we'll do Y. And so I'm also responsible for maintaining uh, patches. And so uh, when WannaCry hit, we were at 95% completely patched. So we had 5% to do. And that was, we knocked that out pretty fast. You know, so realistically, what I do is I keep stuff up to date as far as patches are concerned. I work with the patch management team. And then I also handle a couple of other internal things some monitoring, stuff like that as well. Do I like it? Yes. I'm a little bit of a silo though. And so I need to spread some of that information out around so other people can, you know, possibly do my task if I'm not in or whatever. Do I want to keep doing it? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing. It's something that I enjoy being a part of, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, one of my first jobs was working at a mom and pop shop building computers and cleaning viruses off and i was like man someday i'm gonna work on servers you know and i did a couple other jobs here and there that were you know pretty similar to that and then you know i moved out here to the east coast and i started working for an msp and i was like man i've got to get on i gotta find a way to get to work on servers and eventually i got there you know so i mean it's it's if you have a dream about something like that then i mean you should try and, and accomplish your dream you know like go for it you know everything Peyton says indicates that I should write my own monitoring software. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nathan. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I can, you're I underestimating the scope of what that would actually take. It is my but... poopy it, 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 dream. It, it, listen, 
Listen, I can tell you right now that the modern software we use has undergone immense changes since it first came out. I've mentioned it on the air a couple times, so if you're enterprising, you know what I you know what I'm talking about. You can go back and look. But uh, it's a lot harder than you think it is, J. Don. Well, if you it's mentioned it before, you can't you just mention it again? No, don't want to do that. Hmm. Okay. Payton, so can we... Actually, first, so what... If you could change your, your role or your specialty, what would you rather be working to, working on? Well, I keep talking about wanting to be security, and that's something I wouldn't mind doing. Whether I'm good enough at it or not is, is another story entirely. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I'm intrigued by, you know, researching stuff and finding out what's going on with this or, you know, trying to find that. We've had Kate and Johnny Christmas on and just hearing what they're working with sounds fun, but I also know that it'd be, you know, kind of a pain in the ass, too. And Soldier of Fortran. Soldier of Fortran, that's right. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, that's something that I've thought about. I don't know that I necessarily would pursue that. I mean, like, if if an opportunity opens up, sure, but I'm not going to leave where I am. For something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that's that's pretty much it. I don't know that I would want to change what I'm doing for that. Necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like if the Fair right enough. job fell in my lap, then sure. But Right, so it's, uh, it's more I, I've a... Got a... Yeah. I, well, I've got a good boss right now. I've, I get paid very well. I've got great benefits. You know, like all those little things that add up to like a good thing are all things that I consider before I would like jump ship, you know? So like... Well, yeah. I mean, I th- hmm. that's a given. But that's sort sure. of, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm in the same. It's boat assumed there for sure. that your your pragmatic concerns would be taken care of. Right, but. right, right. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I, I mentioned that I had a great boss, and then realistically, for me, like that's one of the things I look at when I look at another job. Like, who would be my who would be my boss? Who would I mm. directly report to every day? Is he a dick? Can I or is she a dick? Can I report to them without you know getting yelled at for making a mistake, which happens you know in any industry, you know. Like, how and what can I expect from that person? I've already learned my boss. Like, I, I know what to expect from him. I know how to expect things from him. Like, I, I know what to say to him, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, moving on to someone else, that would be a complete changeover from something that's very comfortable for me right now. The rapport. Yes, the rapport that I've built with my boss would be difficult to do again. I see. I see. And so, you know... Could I do it? Absolutely. I've changed jobs several times in my life. Mm-hmm. Five or ten times, probably. And, you know, you, you do eventually learn your bosses, and it's fine. But, you know, that's the thing I look at. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, since I think the only thing you explicitly mentioned was patching, I think we're mm-hmm. going to call you Patches from now on. <laughs> that's fine, whatever. Someone, someone I mean, remind me to update Payton's bio. That's the thing that I do. Like I, yeah. you know, I, 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 I mean, I work, <laughs> I work very closely with the patch management team. They, they, they go over what needs to be taken care of this cycle. I mean, like, you know, I'm just disappointed that we don't call anyone patches anymore. So I, I well, we need fine. to bring it back. We need to bring it do back. It. Payton but is I now mean, patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> I roughly touch O'Houlihan. Oh, yeah. Patches. Uh, yeah, that's from uh, Dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Oh, right. The old dude. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Rip okay. Torn. Rip, 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 rip Torn. Yeah, rip rest torn. in pieces. Yeah. Rip, rest in pieces. I think he's actually he dead. Died. Isn't he? Yeah, yes, he's dead. that's what I was saying. Rip, rip, torn. I don't want him to ri- I don't want him to rest in pieces. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, you know, I what about touch rest roughly. Pepperoni? 
Sure. Ooh, that's greasy as fuck. You'd get so many ulcers. Yeah, but he's, he's dead. I do roughly a thousand or so touches a month. Mm-hmm. So the, the sheer number alone, like, it requires me to be, you know, focused and, like, a mistake happens. Like, that's a big deal for us, you know? Right. Like like Johnny said, there's Nurk and Ferk that we have to deal with. Well, I have to deal with those on a daily basis. And so, like, that's something that if you make a mistake, the potential is mind-numbing. Like, it's just fines in the in the tens of thousands of dollars and, you know, all this other BS. So... You know, like, it's a good job. It really is. And so, uh, would I want to switch? Probably not, unless, like, something really awesome, like, was like, hey, here you go, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was my roundabout answer to your to your question. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, I... Man, I... How do I explain? Most... So, as you all probably know, or you would know if you went to our site and saw the... A bell... Mm-hmm host thing i work for Mm -hmm. proxy proxy i did mention it last episode as well with johnny and we are a vpn and proxy provider and i'm the systems engineer there and it's a pretty the we have we have another admin but it's a small company you know so like sure i can't reveal exactly how many people less than 10 i can't reveal how many people (laughs) but i will say that my role expands to a lot of different tasks that may be outside the normal engineering realm so while i am redesigning our infrastructure from the ground up really to work with some great things we have on the horizon like the really close horizon i'm taking the chance you know to revamp my end of things revamp the infrastructure to make it a lot more manageable a lot more responsive a lot more flexible which i'm really excited about a lot more like cattle (laughs) <laughs> probably backed by salt it's trash it is it is it's backed by salt and it's not trash salt is salty don't know jathan is salty because he doesn't read the docs and we've been over this i however <laughs> do read the docs and i try and grok the docs so i actually know what i'm doing when i implement it <laughs> so so that's going really well salt's been a lot better than trying to shoehorn ansible into the thing could he use puppet no puppet would not work puppet's too yes, puppet. puppet Nope, not doing it. So, All right, anyway. as a result, I also do a lot of glue. You know, a lot of Python writing. And you'll probably see this if you've ever checked out my Optals repository. Some of those, you know, I, I write all those on my free time, but some of those I ended up repurposing back into Foxy Proxy. I don't write stuff for Foxy Proxy and then release it, but I think I did that once, actually, and that was with a config converter for the Foxy Proxy plugin. Uh, which is on our GitHub page. I'll link to it in the show notes if you're interested. It's pretty early Python to me, so I'm a little bit embarrassed by how it's a little messy, but it works. It does the job. Right. So I do a lot. On the occasion, I will will have direct customer contact, but usually it's when they have gone beyond tier one, tier two kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And if they demonstrate they know what they're doing and they're able to work out an issue and it's an issue that is particularly rather difficult, especially for the lower tiers, to, you know, even find out what's going on because they've, you know, they've run through the loops. They, they and it's it's not any of the common issues. That's when I'll I'll take over and I'll work with a customer directly. I work with our a lot of our corporate customers as well because they typically have engineers. And I talk engineer a lot better than I talk normal people. So so I usually prefer direct engineer contact. So that's a benefit in my current role. Yeah, most of it is infra, the debugging, the, the tier three stuff and higher. 
designing new services, tweaking the services to as part of this new rollout, I'm hardening a lot of our services to make them more resistant to attacks and a lot more secure. So I'm excited about that as well. That's kind of my day to day, really, these days is just rolling, working on that infrastructure. And then once that's rolled out, it'll probably be making the occasional tweak here and there. Mm -hmm. But most of it is just kind of assisting the rest of staff with escalations and, and things they don't know how to handle. It, it usually falls on me. So that's typically what I end up doing as my role there. If I had to switch my specialty or my focus... You'd want to work with me. No. Would not want to do that. You would drive me insane. He <laughs> already does. I, yeah, it'd be, it'd be ten times worse. I might choke you out in your sleep. So... I can think of Let's two. Let's be honest. That's what we both want. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jason, so, so you, you're not a little, but you are a sub, is what you're saying, right? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't talking about, you know. Oh, it boy. sounded like you were. Yeah. So, if I had to He's switch, I can bottom. think of, I can think of two roles. The first would probably be deployments. I really like working with like low level boot operations like Pixie and iPixie, stuff like that. Mass deploying UFE config, stuff like that. Like I love that stuff. I love that low level boot level type stuff, which is weird because I hate hardware, right? But that's literally the first step after hardware before software. But I love designing, you know, Pixie systems and stuff like that. What else? And maybe identity management, but like not, I don't want to do the clicky clicky. I'd rather design it you know that's the thing i, sure. I i'm not a fan of maintaining stuff i like designing stuff and implement and applying it i think so, i think we all do really i mean to an extent yeah the three of us i mean so as part of that i've been really kind of digging deep into ldap and man it's so cool i nerd out about it so hard it's a really handy thing so that's probably where i would head along with you know kerberos radius all the associated stuff that you would handle with uh, identity management, but LDAP really is an LDAP, an open LDAP specifically. I would I would love to to just turn up new LDAP systems with open LDAP. You mean three eighty nine? No, fuck three eighty nine. I hate three eighty nine. Oh, it's so good. No, it's terrible. They dude, they still use the the Berkeley database backend, which is I've, slow. I've as never hell. used either. Just to be clear. Yeah, I, I figured. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying this shit. Of course. Yeah, no. It, oh, right. And uh, today I found out that a while back, Red Hat announced that they're dropping OpenLDAP server support from their official repositories in RHEL 8, which is already out now, right? Yes. Okay. It dropped yeah. in May. Really? Yeah. It wasn't a beta? It was the actual release? The actual release was in May. Wow. I didn't know when it was, so I looked it up. Yeah. Man, CentOS has fallen way behind on these releases. Yeah, so apparently they dropped OpenLDAP server support. I think they still have client support planned, but server support, they're, they're dropping it in favor of 389DS for the open source components of Red Hat, so CentOS, basically, and something called the Red Hat Directory Server, RHDS, for proper RHEL enterprise license, you know, Red Hat enterprise licenses, which is stupid because it's, it's basically still 389DS, which is terrible. Why free IPA went with them? Well, I know why they went with them, because they're dropping support for OpenLDAP. But that was a big mistake on their end. I understand why they did it, it to, you know, have a closer control over the ecosystem. But it's a really inferior 
product. I'm getting off topic. Anyways, those are the two things I probably would really enjoy. I also really do enjoy writing Python, but not like I hate writing microservices and I hate writing like websites in Python or at all, really. I, I just don't like websites, but I really do enjoy the system management aspect of using Python. Which is why Salt is fantastic, because it's it's all Python. Yeah. So that's really been Love my benefit. It's great. Yeah. Big fan. So I think that's what I would be doing if given the opportunity and so on and so forth. But yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely would love doing that. I don't know why. I, I don't know why boot the whole boot process is so fascinating to me. But that reminds me, I still need to finish uh, uh, boot and config management, I guess, because it, it's it's still kind of low hand level. Hand. They do. They do. Yeah. yeah. We have so, a whole like, episode, actually, where we're talking about, like, what you should divide up into, like, your your iPixie or Pixie booting versus uh, Kickstart versus yeah, yeah. config management. Yeah, yeah. Also, if it's starting to get loud, it's because the fucking rain is hitting the window next to me. How bad is it? Yeah. It, there's a lot of rain and wind. Yeah. I, I figured. I can't hear it, though. So, that, I think, is it. Does anyone have anything to close this out? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you do, boy. Jathan? Okay. Well, what I would just say is, regardless of where you're at in your career, in my opinion, a job in, like, systems administration is better than not a job in systems administration. Yeah. So, yeah. I would say, if you're just starting out and you, you know you really want to be doing, you know, some kind of security job or whatever... But you have an opportunity to be like a junior sysadmin. Take the job. Do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll get to where you want to be if that's where you really want to be. And you still gain valuable skills along the way. We've had, you know, somebody like Johnny Christmas, or it was Johnny Christmas, on our show before (laughs) say, you know, when he's looking to hire people for red team positions, he looks for sysadmins because they've been on the other side of things. And that's a good perspective and really helps you understand better. So, you know, be open to any position and realize that if you're building out your skill set and your toolbox of, you know, what you have available to you and what you have experience with, you're still learning. And that's important. So just take every opportunity you can, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Sounds good. Okay. Absolutely. Jathan, do you have... Actually, if I gave you a beer... Yes. And 15 glasses... Uh Uh-huh. And one fifteenth of a beer was equal to one clam, and you you had to pour the beer out in equal amounts to each of the glasses. Well, I'm guessing I couldn't do that by eye, so I probably how, would have some number of clams. How many clams would you have? It would be an awkward number of clams. It'd be an odd number of clams, you could say. Well, it might be even. Just depends no, how it, things were. No, it wouldn't. Because how many would I pour at exactly one fifteen? I said if each if one clam. I know what you was said. Was equal to one fifteenth of a beer. Jay right, Bob. and what are the chances that I get exactly one fifteenth in each glass? What do you think I am? Some kind of fucking idiot savant? Well, that's not as important because you yes. still have fifteen clams, representative. No, I wouldn't. You would. Do the math again. You said I have one beer. Glasses to get a clam. Yeah. Okay. I. All right. If I. I said well, if you have a beer, if I give you a beer. <laughs> so the point is, my beer is and worth one, fifteen clams. And what? Yes, exactly. And one. So why do I even need beer. all those glasses? Just give me all my clams in one glass, you bitch. No, because you gotta share. You gotta have to share your clams. Oh, like some kind of. You're a communist clamor. <laughs> I'm a dirty pinko. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, if I give us your fifteen clams. So I. Otherwise, I, off to the gulag with you. 
I had Gulag. some fairly non-serious 15 clams as of late. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the car today in traffic on the way home from work. And I got sad because I was like, you know, this is an opportunity for me to provide value to you, the listener. I don't know about that. Okay, some people, A. Mayer thinks I'm valuable. <laughs> okay. He does One not. person. Yes, he does. Uh-huh. And he definitely so does not. I wanted to mm-hmm. kind of try to bring it back to some more serious topics for 15 clamps for a little while. Okay, you hear that, everyone? You got to sit by your fireside. That's put right. Put your feet up. Clam to now and get for real. Get your, pack your pipe and, and light it. Put right. it in your pipe your and fancy smoke it. Hickory. Smoke it with your butthole. With your, no. Like a real a, man. No, use a, use a pipe in your mouth, please. And use, you know, your fancy hickory matches. And go Isn't ahead and cedar and the most on... neutral. What? No. What? Cedar. Why? Cedar is the I'm... most neutral way to light a pipe. I whatever. All right. Fine. You said hickory. I did say <sighs> hickory. Well, you don't smoke bacon with hickory because it's neutral. Oh my god, you, Jason! It's a fancy wood. I have some fancy wood for you. Shut up. It's my clams. <laughs> I, wa- I walked this is my right into clams that. I in walked my glass. right into that. You did. You, you really did. Okay. Anyways, my point being, just put your feet up, relax, and let Jason regale you with his serious fifteen clams, Jason. Yeah. So, as Brent alluded to in his very inaccurate retelling of our <laughs> argument the other day. <laughs> no, it was pretty accurate. I have logs. Uh, I will paste the logs. No. So, so Jason, sorry, continue. So, anyway, so what I really want to talk about is um I I want to make this a fairly serious tech topic with perhaps some input from my podcast friends. Like who? So, as Brent mentioned, not you. As Brent mentioned, <laughs> oh, fuck off. I am working right now <laughs> on turning up salt in my environment. Salt I never know. Like when you're talking to other people, you call it salt or salt stack. I usually say salt. Yeah, I, if I, I say Google, salt... I say salt stack. Yeah, me too. So I, when I'm talking about it, sort of colloquially with friends, I say salt. Or like when mm-hmm. I know somebody's gonna know what I'm, I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. when you Google salt, though, you get a lot of fucking ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is, I have boasted on air in the past about puppet, mm-hmm. and. I will absolutely say I still really like using Puppet. I'm very comfortable with Puppet. I've spent a lot of time with Puppet. For most, I would say 90% of systems administration tasks that I've ever needed to do, Puppet just can do it. And it's easy and it's straightforward and the syntax is clean. And it's, I I honest to God, no, no, stop. I honest to God, shut the fuck up. So I genuinely recommend that, that if like, especially if you have a smaller infra, it's mostly on-prem, you don't want to spend all your time doing configuration management, invest your time in Puppet. And I stand by that. And I know Brent would not agree with me, and that's fine, because no, Brent's I'm... a fucking idiot. But... <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's why you're switching your shit over to Salt, too, Well, right? I'm switching my, wow. my shit over to Salt for a what few a reasons. Number dick. one, the one thing I'll say is I just talked about how I spend a lot of my time working on storage... And we just recently procured a new piece of hardware that has proprietary software on it. And you can't just run commands at the command line to do what you need to do. And so I needed something that could more easily interface with a REST API Mm -hmm. than Puppet. And you can extend Puppet the same way you can extend Salt using Python. You can extend Puppet using Ruby. But I have zero interest in doing that because Ruby can suck on my balls. Yeah. Uh, In fact, I don't even think I've let it near my balls. (laughs) <laughs> so ruby get, just needs to go away VD. yes you would absolutely get a disease 
Wait, wow. kid, the kids don't say VD. What do they say now? STI? STI. Yeah, yeah STI. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm so old. the thing, though, is I'm doing two things, right? So I need to better interact and interface with some of the things I already have. I need to be able to accomplish what I'm already doing with Puppet. But I also need to ensure that I can meet the sort of ever-changing demands of my users. And I'm not saying that's unique to me. Everybody's in that situation right now. And a lot of people have hybrid environments that are starting to span into various cloud platforms and all this other bullshit. And in my opinion, and from my experience, and from the reading I've done, and from the case studies I've read, SaltStack does a better job integrating with more heterogeneous environments than something like Puppet. And so far, my experience with Salt has shown that to be fairly true. Mm-hmm. But there are some things about Salt that are driving me absolutely fucking insane. Because he doesn't read documentation. That's not why. It is. No, it isn't. Number one, Puppet for a long time did not have Hyra bundled with it. And Hyra is sort of short for the word hierarchical, which is how Puppet structures how? and layers data. It's spelled H-I-R-A. I, eight, no, it's not. It's H-I-E-R-A. Yeah, it's H-I-E-R-A. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on, man. So with Hyra, though, it's very easy to separate your data and your code. But the organization of it, the structure of it, makes, honest to God, a lot of sense to me. It mm. was very easy to jump in and start using it. And so when we jumped from Puppet 3 to Puppet 5 or whatever the fuck versions, I don't even know, Hyra became part of that equation. And it was very easy for me to extract my code that or my, my data, I'm sorry, from my code that had previously sort of all been in one place move it to Hyra, insert it back to where it belonged, and it made a lot of sense. And it actually is really cool because it allowed me to take my Puppet deployments and I could share one piece or the other with people who needed access. Uh, So, for example, I wrote some wrappers around central user and group management. So I could give my student employees, for example, access to a single file that would allow them to modify users and groups and because I wrote the logic around what happens with that file, I knew that they couldn't like catastrophically break something, right? Uh-huh. And, and I'm doing the same thing with Salt, and it's working fine, but it's definitely, it feels more raw, which I understand with that sort of rawness comes a greater power and more flexibility and more capability. Mm-hmm. But it also, for some things that would be so fucking simple with Puppet, it's frustrating And it's becoming a very, it's two things, right? Number one, I have a preconceived notion of what easy should be with configuration management because I already used Puppet for how long? Like years, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is just me getting up to speed with Salt and transitioning and getting over what I already know. And I recognize that, right? Right. We've all gone through those transitions before with software and tools and whatever, right? Sure. It's like the fucking people who are still installing IP route or what the fuck, net tools. Yeah, us, yeah, right. Instead of just learning how to use IP Route 2, which 90% of the right. shit is the same, right? Like, you can pass right. the same fucking flags to SS that you could to Netstat, and you get the same output in a slightly different format. Well, the IP config is drastically different, but for the better, I think. So, I recognize... <laughs> no, 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 I'm... Fuck You're you. processing? That's right. Okay. I'm getting processing. to the point where I've had enough to drink that this is hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just finish it. Uh, uh-huh. So the thing is, I recognize that that is a hurdle and a limitation, and that's like a me thing. But I will also say that, like, if I were managing, what's the, like, standard things, like very low-hanging fruit things, like package and user management, and, like, simple service deployment, 
salt would take so much fucking longer than just using puppet. And I stand by that too, having done both. Like, mm. I don't. It's I don't more lines that. in a shittier syntax. That, no, no, the syntax is fine, I think. It's not. More lines necessarily isn't indicative of no, length I understand. of time either. Because it's... more lines can also mean more clarity, depending on what you're doing, and whatever. I'm fine. I, I get that. And a lot of the a lot of them you can leave off, too. Yes. You know? You but can, that can we, also can be confusing in its own right. Oh, uh, whatever. But in any case, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I would say at this point, I'm certainly beyond that of a junior sysadmin in terms of experience and knowledge. But I'm really struggling to embrace salt right now. And I know that it's the right move for my organization. And we've already set up like new machines that I'm standing up. I'm entirely standing up with salt because it's forcing me to learn and and develop, mm-hmm. you know, some of the salt state files that I need for my environment. But it's taking fucking forever and it's frustrating. And what I would say, the salt documentation is pretty good. What I think is missing from it, right? Do you remember you sent me a repository that we'll link to in the show notes that was basically like a basic layout of state files and pillars to go with them? Ooh, Do you remember are you that? About the formulas? Was it was it a formula? I feel no, like no, it no. Was. It was it was like a repo that was like a very basic deployment repo that you could very easily build on. Yeah, that sounds like you the Nginx, That sounds like the Nginx formula. No. No, 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 it's sure? not a formula. It was a whole collection. Yes, I'm positive. I, I would look at my that. logs right now, but... All right, yeah. See if you can find no. your logs and let me know. But you know how I know yeah. you didn't uh, You didn't read the docs? No, I don't know anything. Because you can actually use Hyra as a pillar for <laughs> salt. No, I know that you can. Are you, okay. But well, it's, why not, you? it's not that... <laughs> because most of the data that I have isn't going to port over well anyway. Uh-huh. And So the problem Hira is with is... the data. No, 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 no. The problem just... is... Hyra is still just YAML for what it's worth. Right. So I don't gain a lot by using Hyra instead of basically anything else. The one thing I don't know, I guess, to be fair, is if Hyra would allow some of the host-specific things that I want. Like, our environment is less... I would say while we're using configuration management, it's not because everything is the same. Other than, like, you know, the compute cluster, that's very the same. But there are other things that are... Yeah, I honestly, I did read that. I know that that is true. It was in the uh, Mastering Salt book. Okay. It was mentioned in there. You know, I did read it and I considered it, but then there was something about it that I was like, eh, I don't think this is right. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm going to be rewriting my data anyway and restructuring it some, I may as well just use what's kind of native. Okay. So in any case, what am I really getting at here? I think, That's a good question. Yes, right. The whole point of this is, if you need configuration you management lot, so. in your environment, yeah. if you're doing personal projects and you need very simple turnups, and mostly you're doing like provisioning, I would steer you towards Ansible. Yeah. If you need steady state for turn up. over long periods of time, and you think that your environment's going to change in a consistent fashion where you need to apply those changes sort of everywhere, then I think you're looking at something like Chef... Which, you know, fuck Chef, probably. I've never actually yeah, used sure. it, so I really can't I mean, say. It's, it's kind of dying at this point, anyways. Chef, Salt, or Puppet. Mm-hmm. Of those two, I've personally only used Chef and Puppet. Mm-hmm. I've had a great experience with Puppet, and I would honestly say, if you're mostly doing what I would say or call standard systems administration tasks, yeah. user group management, installing packages, adding repositories, stuff like that. Yeah. Honest to God, I'm not saying this because I want to fucking 
piss Brent off. <laughs> but consider Puppet, and if it's going to meet your needs, just use Puppet. Yeah, at the end of the day, like I don't, I don't. It's your fucking infrastructure. You're the one that has to manage it. I don't give a shit. Use whatever you want. But and then, last but not least, if you think you're going to be doing a lot of cloud deployments and integrations, you need or flexibility in terms of yeah. If you need uh, a lot of flexibility in terms of you know Post-targeting. one of the things targeting puppet is very agent oriented. Salt though, you have the proxy minion, you have the SSH minion. Or salt SSH, I guess. You have the salt mm-hmm. minion proper. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of options for how to actually mm-hmm. connect and interface with your salt master or clients. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot right. more flexibility with salt than Puppet, for sure. So just be aware that I think personally, the learning curve for salt is much steeper than the alternatives. Hmm. And. If anybody has experience with both Salt and Puppet, I would love to hear your feedback, honestly, because as somebody coming from Puppet to Salt, I'm honest to God, I'm struggling. I'm frustrated as fuck. I just want to burn down everything, especially (laughs) Brent's house. No, don't burn down Brent's house. Don't burn down my house, man. You just got it, man. Look, look, why are you mad because I've told you which documentation to read to tell you how to do what you want to do? It's because you you act like Salt is very native and easy, but that's because that is the only configuration management short of Ansible that you've used. I mean, yeah, but Ansible is even simpler than Puppet. No, no, I, I actually disagree. You have. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. You have no predisposition. Ansible is literally it's YAML and Jinja for the config files. That's it. That's all it is. That doesn't mean that it's more intuitive, though. Oh fuck you! When you're intuitive, that doesn't mean it's easy. I mean, in most cases, everybody kind of go dude, hand in hand. No, that's totally subjective because everyone's intuition is different. No, it yes. absolutely is. I think if we subjected three blind sysadmins who'd never done any fucking CM. To Ansible or Puppet, I actually think they would think Puppet was more reasonable and intuitive. I don't know about that. I've read the Puppet docs, and they the syntax alone is ugly. No, it's not. You're just, you're saying that because you've used it for what, like four years now? He's used it for Longer all of five minutes. So, you know. I call that Stockholm Syndrome is what I call that. All right. But we're actually working on Puppet here. We've got some guys working on it and building up some good stuff and... Everyone play, press uh, F to pay respects. <laughs> we like to use Ansible, but no, it's not going to happen. No, I see. Like Jathan said, I do agree with him on this. Is Ansible's great for turnups, for yeah. strictly turnup purposes? Yeah. It's fantastic because uh. you don't need an agent installed. It's it's one of the only right. config managers. I think it might well, be the Salt only one. Salt can do it. It can with do it. Salt it's SSH. Little, it is a little it's clunkier, clunkier though. I will, yes. I will grant you that. It is yes. clunkier to do it without an agent in Salt. So you can do it in Salt, yeah, but Ansible, it's it's its default mode. It mm-hmm. doesn't even have an agent that you can install. Mm-hmm. So, to my knowledge, unless they change that, but it is I think is they actually did. That. I think there's now a pool method by oh, way of okay. an agent. Oh, yeah, yeah, There there is a pool method, but that's not... You still need to connect to the server via SSH and tell it to initiate yeah, a pool. Yeah. But, so the, the other yeah, thing yeah, yeah, is... Yeah. And, and along somewhat of the same lines, I will say the puppet agent is much heavier than the salt minion for sure. Mm-hmm. So if resources are tight on the machines that you're managing, salt may have an advantage there. Yeah, I mean, probably salt because has... puppets fucking ruby. Well, like, what kind yes. of idiot decided that? Yeah, I mean, all, salt's I also know. done a lot of work <laughs> in parallelizing connections. Yep. What like I found to be them. very interesting about salt is checking if something is or is not in the right state is extremely fast, but then when you have to change it, it's slow as fuck. 
it depends what that change is, right? Like if you're yeah, if you're like pushing a file, it only does that on demand if the file doesn't match what it's what it should be. But if you're or if you're like regexing a file or something, right? But service management is super fast. Also, you might want to check your info on that because that's not it shouldn't yeah. take that long. You know, I can I can mm-hmm. run it against in oh, my, yeah, in I'll, my... I'll show you a specific example tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, in my test lab, I can I can get pings back in, in less than a second across six No, the, six that, the network part, like, pinging, yes, very quick. But when I'm talking about, so what I basically, most of what I do, I don't spend a lot of time with kickstart files and shit, and I know I've talked about this before. Uh-huh. I turn you should. Up a very, no. You've got your own data center. Right? Yeah, but I turn up a very minimal instance, and everything else is handled by my configuration management. Yeah, but you can sell the agent with your Kickstarter at least. Yeah, yeah, no, that I do, but that's about the okay. extent of it then. Got it, okay. And so, like, an initial deployment right now of some of our fairly basic services with Salt takes quite a bit longer than it would with Puppet. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, and, and I again, I can point you towards a specific example. I can't really share more right this second, but... Part of it might be... Yeah, do it... Specifics and private, for sure. But I think that part of that might be it's doing the entire high state on initial turn up which you can turn off so how what would it do instead what do you mean delay it or you could you could tell it to run a specific state level hmm. or a specific state you know mm-hmm. but it's basically configuring the entire system mm-hmm. on upon first check-in which is might which might be the latency you're seeing on that sure mm. well we'll see yeah but that is configurable so yeah the, also, the other thing upgrade your, ver- your version of salt because you're like what three major binds Three wow. major? No, I was, about, I was talking stuff? about e-jabbered. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about salt. No, I'm using the latest salt. Oh, you are? Yeah. Are you? Well, no, because there was that one GitHub 2019.2 is what you're using? Uh, that was the last release. Let me double check on one of my... Mm-hmm. This is weighted Ministrivia. <laughs> Wait, do you guys know my password? <laughs> yes, we do. They might now because of I that am using uh, wow. Acoustic... B isn't a valid flag. What the fuck, salt? <laughs> They're using that. Twenty nineteen two zero is what I'm using. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's the last release. There is two dot one in the works, so that's probably going to be coming out soon. But yeah. Okay. Good. I thought no. you said we're three major spine, but because I was no no, no that I was I was talking about e jabbered. I'm on like sixteen something, and they're on nineteen. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, because we were talking about that one bug in in salt that you were talking about. Where? Yeah, no, uh, that I think that the, the daemon reload. Yeah, that's still a thing though. Mm. Maybe that's something specific too to my what I'm doing. I don't know. I'll, I'll show no, you. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll debug it later. Okay. Anyway, that's kind of all I got. That's, yeah. that's all. That okay. was mostly tech oriented. Yeah. Great. This is Pitsensum Ministrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm a cupcake. <laughs> That's me. See you around.
right, 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 right,